And welcome to the Tuesday edition of Hometown Headlines Newscast Edition. John Druckermiller with you this morning from HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us today. A lot of headlines this morning. Let's get right into it. How about dining and drink number one? We have two new breweries, one in downtown Cartersville and one in Calhoun on the way. We'll update you on those. Also, don't forget, we're going to see a new pizzeria and pub coming to downtown Calhoun. This one's going to be from the guy that owns the Duke's Wings and Seafood uh, stores here in Rome and in Calhoun. Speaking of Calhoun, their cheeseburger Bobby's closed earlier this year will reopen as a Buffalo Luke's that apparently is part of the same ownership group there as well. Also, Atlanta Eats is making uh, several trips up to downtown Rome this week. They were there apparently last night and today and maybe this coming Thursday. Yes, definitely this coming Thursday, 1 to 5 p.m. Atlanta Eats is doing a special on Harvest Moon. By the way, that broadcast will be seen on Peachtree TV coming up later this year. From education today, Floyd County Schools has the overall updates out on the Georgia Milestones assessments. We point you to our rant coming up after this morning's headlines about all those assessments of our students and teachers. More education news, uh, back-to-school updates today include the Salvation Army is hosting a Stuff the Bus at two Walmart locations, east and west here in Rome on Saturday. Also, don't forget the ribbon cutting for the noon Main Elementary School is this coming Thursday afternoon. From Buzz today, the Secretary of State's office says we'll have uh, paper ballots available for the March 24th presidential primary. Uh, We'll have more on that primary in just one moment for you. Also, gas prices have dropped four cents week over week. That according to AAA. Also, speaking about politics again, we're going to have a Floyd County Democrats meeting this coming Thursday at 7 p.m. Those details are on the website. Don't forget, tonight and tomorrow night, uh, 20 overall candidates from the Democratic Party looking to be the next nominee to challenge Donald Trump in 2020. Those debates start tonight, 8 o'clock, same time tomorrow night as well. Don't forget Dr. Frank Stevenson's interview with Hometown Headlines. That's available for you on the website as well. It assesses the 20 Democratic candidates and their chances against Donald Trump in 2020. Other news today, we have our public health restaurant inspection scores. Your weather forecast better than yesterday. We had a code orange smog alert yesterday for Bartow County and Metro Atlanta. Today, just hot weather. So far, no smog. Look for highs in the low 90s. That will get warmer as the week goes on. Rain chance will increase, but don't look for anything more than maybe a quarter of an inch of rain throughout Friday. Also, don't forget the Greater Community Bank Crime Watch section with updates from the Floyd County Jail, Bartow County Jail, and Polk County Jail, though one coming later on this morning. Truett's Chick-fil-A sports report for you this morning. West Virginia took 10 innings but defeated the Rome Braves 4-3. to uh, The Power and the Braves split that series two games each. The Braves are off today. Open up a road series in Hagerstown on Wednesday. Also, John McClellan has more scrimmage updates for local high schools. That information is available right now on the sports report. And don't forget, NFL is back on Monday, The fa- make it Thursday. The Falcons and the Browns have the NFL Hall of Fame game this coming Thursday. Thursday, 8 p.m. That'll be broadcast on NBC. Radio-wise, go to 92.9 The Game. They'll have details for you there as well. 
Okay, we'll get ready for the news radar next. What's happening out there? Back to school is dominating things. A couple of birthdays out there. Number one, we'll talk about our good friend, the barrister and high school football expert, John McClellan, is celebrating number 66 today. Wish John a happy birthday. Also, some guy named T-Mac on radio is celebrating the birthday. He's uh, one step closer to 60. I don't know if I'm allowed to say his name anymore. Maybe not. Anyway, we'll deal with that later. We also note today in passing, uh, the today would have been the birthday of a good friend of the program, a good friend of this community as well. Peter Lawler will have celebrated a birthday today. His wisdom and wit continue to be greatly missed here in Northwest Georgia. All right, no break today. We're going to experiment. Well, they do the break at the end of the broadcast. How's that? Right now, how about we go up with the uh, with our rant of the day? We'll title this one: "Is it time to test the test we use to grade education?" Yeah, that one kind of confuses me too. All right, what's at the rant this morning is exactly this: a report from the State Department of Education has been making headlines for the past few days. It's known as the 2019 Georgia Milestones Assessments. On Monday, the Floyd County School System put out a media release assessing how their students did on the assessment. We'll dig up some other local scores for you later on this week. Uh, The students, though, were put to the test back in April, so the turnaround time on this one is actually relatively quick. Related to all this was another report out earlier this month. It said Education Secretary Betsy DeVos was letting Georgia and North Carolina, quote, assess student achievement in new creative ways, end quote, and that assessment will include Floyd County Schools as well as students in Polk County, Tryon City, and Calhoun City Schools. What does it mean? Again, we quote, the Innovative Assessment Demonstration Authority Program is designed to encourage local involvement in the development of the next generation of assessments. As part of the program, states can pilot new and innovative assessments on a small scale, avoid double-testing students on both pilot and statewide exams, and develop strategies for implementing such innovative assessments statewide over time. End quote. I hope you're still with us. What does all that mean? Basically, we're changing the conditions of the test. One argument in favor of said change is that it'll allow educators a better chance to adjust curriculums and student needs throughout the year. Sounds like the right assessment to us. But here's the point. When will we, as a state or even a nation, ever get a handle on education? It seems each time we get a new president, new members of Congress, or state constitutional officers, we get a new spin on, quote, education reform, end quote, and testing and the grilling of teachers. There was quality basic education, and there was no child left behind. And Lord knows what other plastic binder sits on some shelf collecting dust, not because the methods were bad, but because it was a campaign year, and by God, education reform and teacher reform are vital to our future. Please, there has to be a better way. Look at other ways to make education better. We say that today as a veteran educator I watched from childhood through, yes, Social Security age, just passed away in my adopted hometown of Rockledge, Florida. I didn't know it at the time, but he was credited as someone who pushed dual enrollment decades ago. It just took that long to spread elsewhere. Dr. Bob Anderson had the right idea, and it paid huge dividends for the students of Brevard County, Florida, and later across the country. Here's hoping the next round of education reform can tap into more minds like that of the late Bob Anderson, and please, not the flavor of the month, politician. 
This is John Druckermiller thanking you for joining us today. We're going to be joined here at the bottom of the broadcast by the maestro himself, Harry Musselwhite, with his rendition of Funky Druck. Have a great day in Northwest Georgia.